Chemist Warehouse June catalogue sale is on now. Find a massive 30% off the Thompson's Vitamin range. This is Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yes, indeed. We celebrate all things to do with the Chiefs, all things to do with that wonderful Super Rugby franchise. They've lost just the one game, top of the table. That can't change going into the playoffs. They went away to Canberra, difficult place to play, and they came out victorious, uh, winning over there by 31 points to 21. Interesting to hear Sam Kane after the game saying, we're going to need to play better than that if we are to win this competition. So, uh, yes, a win, but clearly believe that perhaps they could have played better or should have played better or are going to need to play better, which is always the mark and measure of a great side. Well, a man who played for the Chiefs in the early years of Super Rugby captained them, uh, all black, great Ian Jones. Evening to you, Carmo. Yeah, evening, Wado. Evening, Chiefs fans. Um, yeah, how good and great for Sam Kane to speak like that too. I think a lot of that was reflected in the 21 points, but more the, the 49 points they gave away at the end of the match. Mm where the match was won and maybe they just kind of buttoned off a little bit. But gee, what a victory. What a, It is a tough, I'm going to almost say S-H-I-T, place to play oh, over there. That, I mean, that's why I was it? surprised by the comments because I thought, mate, just just don't beat yourself up here, mate. You're playing mm. in Canberra. Take the win and get out. Oh, fantastic win. But before, please, before we talk too much about the Chiefs, can I say on behalf of all Chiefs fans as well, I know you've just had the Highlanders half hour as well, Just on, and his career's not done, is it, with the Highlanders just yet, but... You know, our respect to, to Aaron Smith. I mean, he has been a franchise player. Um, wonderful scenes, the energy that he brings, the passion, the love. Um, and you've got to have a love for the game if you're around a franchise for as long as he has been. And it's a great thing, the other, I guess, message that should be out there for all aspiring All Blacks in this country, you can become an All Black out of the Highlanders. You do not have to go to the Grisaders, the Blues, the Chiefs or the Hurricanes to become an All Black. You can become a great All Black uh, from the Highlanders. And, and hopefully when people see and, and recognise what Aaron Smith, Ben Smith have done, Ethan the Group, an All Black out of Southland, uh, maybe maybe the balance should be tipped and we get uh, other players down there. Yeah, and look, it'll only be a matter of time between the Chiefs are saying goodbye to Brad Weber too, who's been a wonderful stalwart for the Chiefs in that number nine role as well. Yep, absolutely. We'll say that at the appropriate time, but I know Aaron's got no more games left uh, in Dunedin, but she, I, I just absolutely love his energy and his enthusiasm mm. for the game. How good is Luke Jacobson starting to play in that number eight jersey? And there has been discussion about this guy now, back to his best and genuinely, genuinely, pushing for that all-black spot. I mean, anybody that goes into the all-black is going to play behind Artie Sevier. That, he, he's our eight. But, boy, it's great to see this guy back because, you know, he came on, then he had some serious injuries, missed the last World Cup because of injury, and then he's sort of been a bit part, I guess, over the last four years. But he's had some consistency now, and that's starting to come through. But remember, Luke Jacobson has actually been good all year. Yeah. He's been very, very good all year. The reason why people are talking about him after this game which is a funny thing about sports media, is that he was visible in this game. He was absolutely, and boy, what are you and I have been talking about this since week one with these new rules. To see an explosive number eight take advantage of the scrum rules, maybe get a good right-hand side of the scrum up, and the yards that they can make, Luke Jacobson, and maybe they've been keeping their powder dry, very interesting, uh, leading into the playoffs that are now starting to use that ploy. He was just more visible 
in this game on attack. But gee, he has been rock solid in defence. And I think all Sam Kane's talked about a lot. I know the Chiefs coaches have talked about a lot how good Luke has been defensively. He was just more visible uh, in the Canberra game, which is why he's now being talked about. But I think most people who are watching the Chiefs know he's been like that all year. I, I want to stick with the same theme because it would be incredibly sad and disappointing that Peter Gus Sawakula plays just the two tests for the All Blacks and he's put on the scrap heap because he's another one. Every time that guy puts a Chiefs jersey on, he is X Factor. He gets himself involved. He gets across the advantage line. He is busy. He's a very, very hard player to stop. And that combination of Jacobson, Kane and Sawakula establishes him now as one of the great Super Rugby combinations. Yep, absolutely. But let's not think... International rugby and all-black rugby is the same as super rugby. It's not. It is miles apart. Let's not keep saying, oh, it's like a test match out there. I can feel it. It's exactly like a test match. It's never like a test match, Wado. It is a super rugby game. A test match is country on country. Okay, you are representing your country. Often a one-off game, certainly in the World Cup, and the expectation, everything ramps up. Expectation Monday to Sunday. Okay, that's a test match is how you build up and handle that pressure all the way through the week till game day on the Saturday night. Super Rugby is about, what is it, the 14-match season or whatever, how many games they have in the round robin, and then the playoffs. 15. They are different. Okay, so some players we know are just absolutely brilliant at Super Rugby level, and that is their cap. No disrespect to that. That is their cap. International is different. So a cooler is very good with the Chiefs. We know that. Okay. Away this weekend to the force. Last game of the round, Robin. Playoffs are coming. Interesting one here, and I know that there's been a lot of discussion in other sports regarding this. Do you rest marquee players now and give them the week off, or do you put your best team out now and have momentum? Yeah, good question. Really, really good question, and it's one that I'll need to debate. See how the star players, the marquee players, the McKenzie's, the Sean Stevenson's, the, the Sam Kane's, the Vitalik, how are they feeling? Because when you look at the, the playoffs, it's 1v8, right? So you assume you're going to hit one should beat eight. Um, so you're going to get momentum. So if you don't start your star players in the last round Robin game in Perth, you can gain that same momentum in the quarterfinals semi-finals and then finals so that would be the way I think I would uh, structure it um, rest those guys make sure that they are firing ready to go I'd keep them in Perth and the reason I'd keep them in Perth what I, is so they're together as a team to the camp they're talking about plays that they may be able to use that they haven't used in the round robin uh, during the playoffs you know because teams are so analysed you've got to bring something different to the party you've got to innovate and that's why it was great to see Luke Jacobson innovating and exploding off the back of the scrum. That's something we haven't seen him do a lot this year. Great new step. It's interesting just looking at the table for 7, 8th and ninth because you've got the Reds on 7, you've got the Highlanders on 8, you've got the Force on 9, but there's just a point separating. So there's one point between 7th and 8th and there's one point between ninth and 8th. In an ideal situation, come 1 through 8, would you rather play the Reds, the Highlanders or the Force? I'd rather play the Reds. Yep. I'd love to play the Reds. Oh, I mean, the Highlanders are still going to scare you, aren't they? You're not going to just write them off, though, are you? They're no, you're still not. A New but Zealand the team reason why I Zealand. want to play the Reds is that they beat us. Oh, and the Fiji and Drua potentially could get the, there, the too. The Reds beat us, remember? Yeah, OK. And that's why I'd like to play the Reds. Boy. So bring, bring them back to, to Hamilton, not New Plymouth. 
get a team that is absolutely ready and firing. We're going to get a good crowd down there, a sellout uh, at, at Rugby Park there in Hamilton. And really, remember those smiling faces when they jumped up like they bloody won the World Cup uh, in New Plymouth? Put them to the sword. You, Put them to the you sword. You are listening to Chief Smarter, the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to come back with assistant coach Nick White on the programme. It is 15 minutes away from eight, celebrating all things to do with Chiefs Super Rugby and Chiefs assistant coach Nick White joins us on the programme. Evening to you, Nick. How are you? What are you? How are you going, mate? Yeah, very good. I've got uh, uh, someone you'll know well alongside of me, of course, Ian Jones. G'day, Slim. Oh, yeah, nice. How are you, Jonesy? Good, mate. Hey, uh, look, we, we heard the comments um, We heard the comments from Sam Kane saying, look, we, yeah, great, we got the victory, not an easy place to play, but we're going to need to play better if we want to win this competition. Was that the general consensus from the coaches as well? I mean, how do you rate that performance? Uh, I mean, you've, most people are just happy to get out of Canberra with the win. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Not many teams go there and get away with a win. And, um, the boys uh, beat up really well, but I think he's, Sam's probably talking, um, probably we sort of took the, lost the ball in contact a little bit, and some of our passes we weren't um, on the money at times. So, And it's just probably missing a few opportunities like that, and if we're down the track, if we don't take those or a bit inaccurate at the breakdown or... Things like that, we we might come unstuck. So it's probably just, you know, nailing all those little things so that um, you know you're in control of what you're doing and um, you know I'm not giving other teams a sniff to get into it. But it was certainly, it certainly was a good effort. That's that's for sure to beat those guys there. Hey Nick, come here, mate. We'll get to the scrums uh, pretty quickly, mate, because I know that's uh, your focus. But uh, I thought personally, the man of the match was either yourself, Ross Filippo. Um, or whoever's looking after the forwards because your line-out D on one of the real strengths of Brumby's rugby, which is the line-out drive close to the line, was absolutely the foundation almost of your win. Yeah, no, boys have uh, put a lot of work in that this year. Um, and I think it's not rocket science. I think it's just, um, you know, it's getting your timing right. When they hit the ground, you've got to, you know, hit them at the same time and put them off balance and, and make sure you're nice and square and, and don't give them an opportunity to slip up one side. You try and keep it nice and square across the front of the mall and um, and, and your height and shoulders on bums like it's always been from years ago. So it's, um, yeah, and, it, and obviously a bit of attitude's got to come into it too. So and it's, I think yeah, in, a t- in a game like that, when you know what's coming, you've, you've sort of up it a little bit too. And, and once, you, once you stop them once or twice, especially those guys, it's sort of you make them go and, Try and have a crack somewhere else, and take take it a take a strength away from them. It, it certainly um, it certainly can you know well not dent their confidence, but it sort of can put a bit you know go and have a crack somewhere else, boys, and see how you go. Well, that's exactly what I liked about it, mate. When you take away, when you target the opposition's supposed strength, and you nullify that, then what have they got? So absolutely attitude down there. But of course, the attitude of the line-out drive, I think, uh, mirrors exactly what we want. At scrum time, aggressive, setting the height uh, impact. How did you see the scrum on Saturday night, but generally up until this point of the season? Uh, it's been good. We've sort of been uh, building slowly, um, a little bit uh, sketchy at the start, but we've sort of come a long, long way now. And, um, you know, the, especially against the Aussie teams, because, look, they, they scrum a bit different to us, which is only natural. Everyone's, everyone has their own way of scrummaging, but you can... The, probably the main thing for us is to paint good pitches to the referees early on. So um, if you get a 
or a 50-50, but if something sort of goes amok and um, they've got to make a decision, if you've, you've, you've shown him good pitches, um, it sort of helps to get him on your side. But I think for us, a lot of it is it's definitely our back five are, are, um, are fantastic. You know, they... Um, all those boys push and they, uh, they love scrummaging. And I think, you know, yep, the front row gets a lot of the credit and that for it, but I think um, the back five is where all the power comes from. And if your scrum goes good, a lot of it comes down to comes down to them. And actually, and also the, the three losers have a massive impact on how a, how a scrum goes. So, you know, um, I, take, I take my hat to those boys and obviously the, the front row boys put a platform so they've got something to push on. So... Um, and we, 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 we've just got to keep getting better and better. Obviously, once it comes um, to the, the players, you've got to deal with the force to another Aussie team. And they, again, we've got to make sure we're pretty tidy at the, and at the scrum time just to make sure if, um, we get the t- decisions when we need them and um, just keep building. Nick, I am sitting here with a huge smile on my face because my next question was, and there's a whole lot of lock second rows out there listening to this show, mate, but the... Now back me up here. The most important person in the scrum is a tight head lock. Your tight head lock is Brody Retallick. Explain to us the work that the guzzler does and the importance of that right hand lock. Oh, it, it's huge. Um, you know, like it's he's. You know, it's not. It's it's sort of you've got to have a bit of a feel too because a lot of the teams start leaning on you too. So that the lock can have a massive impact. You know, he's got to either either just. You know, with the crutch grip, just tension his arm to keep the prop balanced a little bit. If the if the weight comes through, he's got to put a bit of weight back through on onto the prop, so he's always in a good spot. So it's a it's a massive um, it's a massive job. And there's a lot of lot of uh, power and, and tension and stuff that goes through that right side. And it's good too these days, Karma. You'd be good to hear. There's always a bit of competition to see who can get on that right side. So no one's. Uh, I was going to take it off Guzzler at the moment, but I know Toops and uh, Laggy and Naito Aku and all those boys are pretty keen to have a crack there when but he's not there. So, um, you know, so it's, a, it's, a, it's great to see guys like that. They want to be in there and they want to be in that tight head role. Nick, uh, we often talk about the importance of combinations, uh, particularly heading into the playoffs. So you take on, you're in Perth this week. Do you put your best team out on the field or is this another opportunity to give some of your marquee players a bit of a break? I mean, um, what's what's the general sort of consensus on that? Oh, I mean, I, I, know, I know what you're talking about. What are you, you do need to have combinations going, but there will be a few changes for all sorts of different uh, reasons this week. And, um, you know, some of those other guys that haven't had a lot of rugby, if someone hopefully doesn't get injured or something happens that they don't come in cold too, so there's a bit of that going on. Um, but it's um, yeah, no, there's no, there's no, obviously none of the guys are getting. It's a rotation thing. It'll be a bit of a um, you know courses for quarters, but yeah, there will be some changes. Um, but uh, you know, I think a lot of going back to probably um, the combination things. A lot of the boys um, with that, they need to, they they want to play. You know, they don't want to sit out games. It's probably it's probably the taking away um, some of the training from them, but it's um, you know the games don't affect them. It's just you know they all want to play. They want to get as much game time as they can. And especially especially these young fellas, they need to play and play and play. You look at the likes of Luke Jacobson, those guys, and all they play, the better they get. So um, so, but there will be some changes. I can't tell you what they are, but there will be some changes this week.
Hey, Nick, just finally, one more. Luke Jacobson, we know he's been brilliant defensively all year, more visible, uh, bursting from the back of the scrum, which gave him the man of the match on Saturday night. But getting that tight head side up allowed him to explode. Uh, he was good, wasn't he, at that? Yeah, no, it's good. And it's, you know, look, especially when you want to scrum, if you get it, if we can, you know, hold the ball in and scrum, the other team have got to keep their loosies on and then. Again, that opens up the space to have a, for him to get off the back of the scrum and have a run. So they're all attached to their scrum, trying to keep it on, and it gives, just gives them, you know, you only need, you know, half a yard or a couple of uh, a yard of space, extra space, and it's amazing where you can get to. And he, um, you know, he, he's he's a good ball carrier, Luke. He's, and again, it's again what I said before. It's just coming down to him. The more he plays, the more the better uh, guy like that's going to get. Nick White, thank you for joining us tonight here on Chiefs Man. All the very, very best in Perth uh, this weekend. Thanks, mate. Cheers, champ. Much appreciated. See you, mate. You are listening to Chiefs Man. I'm Mark Watson. Alongside of me, all black great Ian Jones. Chemist Warehouse, the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Carmo, we've got a couple of minutes here. Who is your DHL Super Rugby Pacific Chief of the week. Well, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? From from minute one, really, to minute eight, he played another eighty-minute shift, which was good. Luke Jacobson just. But, but he's not a lock. Yeah, I know, but it was a, it was a tight head lock. Brady Retallick giving him that right hand side to allow him to do what he was allowed there to do. It must be an evolution that that being the most important position. That must have only really occurred in the last four or five years. In nah, rugby, has last it? Has it always been there. Last it's hundred and four bloody years, mate. You didn't happen to play in that position, did you? No, Robin Brook did. <laughs> I was just going to say Robin Brook did. <laughs> I was behind Craig Dowd or Richard Lowe, but Rob, or Steve McDowell. But no, absolutely, Luke Jacobson, because. His attack play was brilliant. Okay, and your DHL Super Rugby Pacific Player of the Round. Well, I can't. I mean, you have to go to Mark Talia, wasn't he? Shit, he was. We talked about this last week. And the reason, once more, because he's a finisher. He's not a power winger. He's a finisher. Bryce Heem was good. and Yeah, he was good. Very good. But someone has to finish the movements. And that's, I think, where Mark Talia has been so good. Can absolutely finish the five pointers. DHL Super Rugby Pacific catch the action live on Sky Sport or get tickets at superrugby.co.nz. Okay, we've got around about a minute left. Come, I'm going to throw it over to you, mate. Well, I'm just talking, I guess, for the Chiefs fans as well. We just got to remain humble, of course. Our, our team, oh, you locks are humble. Yeah. <laughs> no, we just remain humble. See what they can do. They will make some changes this weekend, so let's not stress about that. But they'll be really important for those changes because we made them against the Reds New Plymouth for those changes to actually stand up, stay in pattern, don't win the game by themselves, only do their job, nothing more, nothing yeah. less, and they'll be the real lesson they will, they will learn from the Reds' defeat in New Plymouth if given another chance here in Perth. Because what they're doing in Perth, if the Stars aren't playing, they are building momentum. We do not want to have to start again in the quarterfinals. Who that's going to be, Reds, Highlanders, whoever. And then when we come back to, to New Zealand, we then got to start having full houses at Rugby Park in Hamilton. Honestly, folks, you will be the 16th man out there. You will make a difference. So come on, the Chiefs. You're listening to SENZ. Coming up next, it is Centre Pass with Kieran Bingham and... Storm Purvis talking netball. That is another edition of Chiefs Mana here on SENZ. Special thanks too to Ben Francis.